Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. He is the gambling guru. He is our friend. He is the host of You Better You Bet. He is Odyssey's sports betting insider, Nick Casos. He is so good at what he does. Remember, insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast for more of Nick's analysis. It's easy. Search You Bet wherever you find your podcast. Good morning, Costos. Bill, what's going on, brother? Hope you're feeling better. Great to be on with you today on this Football Friday. Feeling better, yeah. Thank you. Uh, last week, I, I, you you will know as well as, as anybody on earth. I I completely lost my voice, and obviously, in what we do, that is so much worse for me than I can do the show from home if I have to. It's so much worse than a fever or a broken limb or whatever. When you lose your voice, you're like, what do I do? Yeah, well, it's like yeah, you're a quarterback in the NFL and you break your throwing arm, like you're done. Like it's that basically, but that's really what it is. But you sound great and great to be out with you, and glad you're doing good. So let's um walk me through this mystery here. I'm I'm really excited for you to tell us what's going on. First of all, what Vegas is trying to do, and or not do, and what you see in this line with Detroit favored, opened as a favorite against a Vikings team. That Right, if you're the casual fan, if you're just like not really paying attention, the Vikings have a really good record, and Detroit has been basic at best. Well, oh, I, I kind of disagree with that in the last point about Detroit, and we can have a... I agree, no, I love... I'm, but I'm just saying, if you're sitting at home and you're just looking at the standings, right, if you're not actually following oh, yeah, the games that sure. closely. For sure. So Detroit's 5-7, and seven, the, the Vikings are 10-2. Detroit's favorite at home over Minnesota this week. People will look at this, and Bill, I love the way you introduced this, like what Vegas is trying to do, because I think you know where I'm going to go with this here. Like Vegas, Vegas is stupid. I wrote that Vegas knows. Vegas don't, literally doesn't know anything, and they can like provide like reasons why that is not the case. Like it is actually not true. It's why limits don't go up until later in the week because what Vegas does is hang a line early in the week, and then betters tell them what the number should be, and then when they're like, okay, we feel confident about this, now you can bet a lot of money into it as opposed to earlier in the week where you can still get money down, just not like extreme sums of money that could like really like hurt these institutions right to lose like with bad numbers here. So like the number is fine. This isn't. Vegas trying to get you like, oh, my God, like we have to bet the Vikings or we have to bet the Lions, whatever narrative people want to craft in their heads. It's nonsense. Like, I, I'm going to tell you, I make my numbers in the NFL. I make Minnesota a favorite in the game, but like not three. So basically, we have Detroit favorite on the other on, on, on the other side here, but also less than three. So I think that we're perfectly in range here for like what this point spread should be like Detroit is one five of six. They are demolishing bad teams. They demolished the Giants. They demolished the Jaguars. You can make a strong case. We all watched the game on Thanksgiving. The Lions probably should have beaten the Bills on Thanksgiving, lost on a last-second field goal, and the Buffalo's the best team in the league. 
So, and Minnesota is winning these games, but they're pulling it out of their derriere. They got outplayed by the Jets on Sunday. We watched that game, right? There's like no question the Jets should have won that game. The Patriots outplayed them on Thanksgiving. I bet the Vikings on Thanksgiving. The Vikings had no business winning that game. They had like a bunch of special teams errors by the Patriots, which you never see. So like Minnesota's 10 and two, Minnesota could easily be a 500 team with the way like their statistical profile sets up. I'm not saying that Minnesota can't win this game or can't and won't win the Super Bowl. They could. Just that I think it's very unlikely. I think the point spread is fine. I don't have a lot of a desire, honestly, to bet this game, Bill, unless I got three on either side. I don't think it's going to happen. I do think you could tease the Vikings up to plus seven and a half and feel good about it. I do think it's a close game either way. But, like, the point spread is fine. Like, Vegas is not trying to get people to do anything. Yeah, and I'm not going to bet it either, but I'm, I can't wait to watch it because I love what Dan Campbell has put together. And even early in the year when Detroit was losing, as you know, Nick, they played a lot of teams really close. And I happen to think the Vikings, and it's a very impressive roster, but I happen to think Kirk Cousins is a, and I'm going to use a technical term, I think he's a bum. I think when it comes to December and later, games that matter, I think he should wear an adult diaper. That's what I actually think. Yep. So I'm not going to sure. bet it, right? But I, I kind of like... I just, and not even a gambling perspective, Nick, I just like what Detroit's building. I, it's impressive what Dan Campbell has done. Well, I can tell you this, like, and this is, does not mean, like, what I'm about to say does not mean that the lot, like, like, you, the person listening, should bet Detroit. I'm just offering it for context. We have a bunch of really smart people that I really respect who, like, move betting markets, like, actually move, like, place a bet on a game, and the line moves because of what they do, because they're really respected. All of them this week like Detroit in the game. Now that does, like they can be wrong, like they can easily lose. Like Detroit could could definitely like Minnesota could definitely win the game. Just that like the people that I respect all like Detroit here. If I had to bet the game, I would bet Minnesota, but I don't really feel great about it, so I think I'll be on the sidelines. Nick Costos here on the show. Nick, this isn't a gambling question, not really, because it, it already happened. But I would just love your insight. I I respect your analysis and your view of sports, including certainly the NFL, as much as anybody that I know. Uh, last night's Rams game, which I almost went to, was just what a fascinating deal all the way around. What is the right takeaway, if there is one, if there is one on McVay, on Baker Mayfield, on a guy just showing up? What, what is your view of that Baker Mayfield comeback magic last night? So is this like, is this a Rams question or a Raiders question? Both or neither? I, all of it. Like it's, it's, yes, can't hold leads on the other, whatever, wherever you want to go. What, what sort of okay. struck you? Okay. Um, let's start with the Rams part of this. Um, obviously, like you tip the cap to Baker Mayfield, no matter, and I bet the Raiders five and a half. I beat the market by like a point and a half and I still lost. Uh, yeah, like we'll get to the Raiders. I, I think it's the worst loss of the season by any team. But as far as the Rams go, you tip the cap to Baker Mayfield. What a game. You tip the cap to Sean McVay. Like, what a job coaching and, like, getting this. Like, it looked like Baker had been there for a while. He was on the team for two days. That's, like, a legendary performance by Baker Mayfield. So now what I think we're going to see, like, okay, so what's the application of that moving forward now, right? So the Rams next week get, uh, get the Packers on Monday Night Football. So it's a bit of advantage for the Rams here because, like, Green Bay is coming off their bye, but the Rams are coming off a mini bye now, right? And Baker Mayfield's certainly going to be the starter the rest of the year. They're not bringing Matthew Stafford back. Like, that ship has sailed. He's got to get healthy. So I think you're going to get Baker against the Packers. And what I hope is going to happen is that we will get, based on the performance last night, a number where I think it'll be advantageous to actually bet Green Bay in that game. Where, like, I think it'll probably open um, on, on Sunday night or whatever. I think we will see Green Bay probably less than a touchdown. And I think that Green Bay should be favored by at least seven in the game. So just keep an eye out for that for Monday Night Football next week in Week 15 with the, uh, with the Packers and the Rams. Just a football, like, a, a part of this on the Rams. Like, Matthew Stafford's career might be over. 
Like, if he doesn't get neck surgery, his career is over. So this is like Baker Mayfield auditioning, like, to be the team's starting quarterback moving forward, or at least to back up to Stafford until Stafford decides who's not long for this league at this point with all the injuries he's had. He got his Super Bowl. So I think that's, like, the football part of it that's interesting with Baker and the Rams moving forward. As far as the Raiders go, that's the worst loss of the season by any team last night. That's as embarrassing and disgraceful as it gets. And, like, all the other, like, top five losses this year are probably all by the Raiders. Up 20 to nothing on Arizona, 17 to nothing on the Chiefs, 17 to nothing on the Jaguars, 16 to three last night against Baker Mayfield and the Rams. You lose all those games, and you also go to New Orleans and get shut out 24 nothing and do nothing the entire game on offense. Like, McDaniels has got to go, man. I think he's the worst coach in the league. I would rather have Joe Judge or Matt Patricia coach my team than Josh McDaniels. The ultimate coach not to lose as opposed to coach to win head coach that I think I've ever seen. Like, we've seen enough. This guy sucks. Get him back to Foxborough. Let's get the Patriots offense more interesting. The Raiders are awesome. This team is really good. They should be in the playoffs, and they're going to go home early because their coach is too scared to try and go for the win. He wants the coach not to lose. And guess what happens when you do that in the professionals? You lose. And they lost again last night. I love Nick Costos. Nick Costos is on the show. All right, uh, this weekend's NFL slate. What um? Give me some. Just give me some. I, 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 we obviously, Nick. There are no guarantees. Part of the beauty of gambling is the uncertainty. You can and will lose if you gamble. We don't know. Which bets? Which games? Which line? Anything? Like where do you see the the, the most opportunity for value this weekend? Okay, um, so there are two games that are both like a little like out of, not out of reach number wise, but have kind of like moved like in the in the the favor of the side that I like. So they're not as good bets as like they would have been, but I still like them. One would be the Bills on Sunday against the Jets. Buffalo's now a ten point home favorite against the Jets. Um, we bet nine earlier in the week. It's ten now. I still think Buffalo's okay at ten. I think Buffalo's going to railroad the Jets like like they did last year when Mike White was starting. That game was at MetLife. This game's at Western New York. Uh, I love the Bills in this spot. I think the, the Jets are walking into a buzzsaw here. So I'll, I will lay it with Buffalo. We took six with Cleveland earlier in the week. The number's now five and a half. Um, Cleveland on the road at Cincinnati. Like five and a half is like not as good. Like six, like the number is so far off that I think it was like one of my favorite bets of the season would be Cleveland. Like the Bengals should be favored. They should be favored by more than three. When we get up to this range, I'm just like, no, like, no, like no way. Like, it's just, it's wrong. It's based on what we saw last week with the Bengals beating the Chiefs, impressive, right? And the Browns looking terrible on offense in Deshaun's first game back against Houston. But I, I can't get here on this number. Also, like Kevin Stefanski owns Zach Taylor, like we've seen that. Uh, I think the Browns are going to win um, Sunday in Cincinnati. Uh, I'll take the points, and I'll have a little money line sprinkle on the Cleveland Browns. You see, what else can I give you here? We should talk the Tampa-San Francisco game. Um, I've got an interesting application um, in the futures market also, Bill, if you're interested, with Tampa and San Francisco. Hell yeah. Um, Okay, so as far as the game is concerned, uh, if Jimmy Garoppolo were healthy and going to play, I think the point spread of the game, I think my point spread would have been like Niners minus seven, which might sound crazy to people, but like Tampa's bad, and like San Francisco's awesome. So now Jimmy's out, and you put in the Mr. Irrelevant, right, the last pick of the draft, the seventh-round rookie, Brock Purdy. So this is where, like, betting gets fun because it's really subjective. Because no one could have the answer to this because how could you? Like, what's the drop-off from Jimmy Garoppolo to Brock Purdy? Like, what do people think it is? Right now, the betting market has San Francisco as a a three-and-a-half-point favorite, which is major respect to the Niners as a team and Kyle Shanahan, that they're that big of a favorite still. I'm going to play against that here, and I'm going to make a bet that Brock Purdy's bad, that he's the last pick in the draft, and that he's not going to be good. 
I'll bet Tampa plus three and a half with the acknowledgement that I could be wrong. It's subjective. So I'll take the three and a half with Tampa. Now, Bill, whether if you think this or if your listeners think this, right? So this is important. If you like Tampa in the game and you think the Bucs are going to win on Sunday against San Francisco, that means Tampa would be one game behind San Francisco in the standings in the NFC and obviously hold the head-to-head win. If Tampa wins this game, like the implication is going to be that Brock Purdy is not great, right? That he didn't have a good game and San Francisco loses. So why is this important? In the NFC playoffs with the way this is going to shake out, Bill, Philadelphia is very likely to be the one seed. Dallas is very likely to be the five seed, right? By the the, the top-seeded wildcard team that doesn't win a division. Those are your two best teams in the conference, are Philly and Dallas. Right now, if the season ended today, Tampa would be the four seed and would host Dallas on wildcard weekend and would be like a three or three-and-a-half-point home underdog against the Cowboys, right? So getting the three seed is of paramount importance here. And Tampa would be one game behind San Francisco with, with the head-to-head win. Because if you're the three seed, you probably get like the Giants or the Commanders in wildcard weekend, which you will win. Then you would probably go to Minnesota to play the Vikings. If you think Brady and the Bucks are losing to Kirk Cousins and the Vikings, no way. And then you get Dallas or Philly in the NFC Championship game. So getting the three seed is huge. If you think the Bucks are going to win this weekend, I think you kind of owe it to yourself to place a bet on Tampa Bay to win the NFC as well. Oh, my God. I, I'm, I'm doing it. I love it. I love your logic. He is Nick Costos, who absolutely crushes it every time. The host of You Better You Bet, an Odyssey Sports betting insider. Remember, insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Um, Nick, I, I don't have it set yet, but I'm trying to get back to New York because I want to. I love the city. I got to do some work up in Stanford, and I want to go to a bar and hang out with you and just see if some really weird guy just decides he wants to be your best friend. So if that happens, no, I- I'm going to hit you up. Yeah, I don't want to be friends with anybody. No new friends, like Drake once said. And hopefully we could do it for like a World Cup game here. I don't know how quickly you can get here. Oh, but, I wish, uh, dude. Sweating sweat this Brazil-Croatia game. I need Argentina to win later against the Netherlands. And, like, I'm a little worried about that game. I'm pretty extended on England. I need England to beat France tomorrow. So this Ooh. is going to be, like, a crazy, like, 24-plus hours for me as far as the world. Also, appreciate FIFA putting on England-France. On Saturday at 2 o'clock Eastern, like with Christmas coming up in a couple weeks, that's a great way to ruin the weekend. Have to be home to watch England and France on a Saturday with Christmas a couple weeks away. That's great. I Dude, I cannot. I'm a huge Messi fan. So my money, I had money on Spain. Obviously, that didn't go great. And I put um, a nice little bet down on Argentina when they lost their opening game of the group stage. So I got a nice number. I got a nice number to win the whole thing. But I just, Brazil looks, not in this game. I'd love Croatia to trip them up, but I just, Brazil, man, they've looked so good. And Portugal looked good without Ronaldo, who's a bum. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the guy Ramos who came in and scored the hat trick. Oh. Yeah, Ronaldo is kind of a bum at this point. But I think here's what, for me at least, what's interesting about Brazil. This game is happening right now against Croatia, and like this yeah. is like like this is what like Croatia does like with this generation of players. Like they they are they, they are going to hold you, and unless like what France obliterated them in the final, but Croatia generally does this right. Where this is the first game in this whole tournament where Brazil has really been tested. Like yeah. easy games, in the, and I know they lost to Cameroon in the final game of the group stage. They also like didn't play anyone. They had already like won the group. It was done at that point, right? And then they destroy South Korea. The game's like three nil in the blink of an eye. This is right now the first game that they've been tested in. And if you look at, like, historically over the last however many years, Croatia has been more successful internationally than Brazil has been in the last however long year. So, like, this is not a layup for Brazil. I'm curious to see how they respond here, if they win, how they win. 
Because if Argentina beat the Netherlands, like Argentina will be more battle tested going into that game against Brazil than Brazil will be. We'll see how this game shakes out uh, in the 57th minute right now. As a Messi guy, I mean, give me Croatia, you know, with penalty kicks in about where are we at here? About an hour, and and then Argentina can just can just roll, avoid those counterattacks from the Netherlands. Let's go! I love the soccer talk. Nick Casas, um, I'll let you know when I'm in town, but it won't be it won't be unfortunately between now and the end of the World Cup. But I'm looking forward to seeing you in person, pal. Thanks for being on as always, dude. You got it, buddy. Wishing you and all your great listeners minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 